me and the Lord, we got an understanding. We're on a mission from God. Well, hello. Welcome to Simple Joe. I am Joe. Today is Sunday, February 7th, 2021, and this is the show where you'll hear me talk about things that strike my interest. Honestly, if you've been listening to the show, then you already know this. I really do the show simply to become a better podcaster, to get my practice in podcasting in every single day so I can practice every single day, and I release it to hold myself accountable. I want to get better at slowing down. I want to get better at eliminating ums and uhs and you knows. I want to get better at reading so it sounds naturally. I want to get better at the discipline of podcasting every day and what it takes to do that. And I'll be very honest with you. I'm kind of having fun talking to you every day. So thank you for being here. If you're listening, you may very well be the only person out there listening. So I appreciate you. Thank you so much. And I would really appreciate your feedback. Please send me an email. Let me know how I'm doing. Joe at thesimplejoe.com. Give me some criticism, some critique, some ideas for the show. I would certainly appreciate hearing from you. I had lunch with uh, my two daughters today, my two youngest daughters, uh, to celebrate my, my two youngest daughters, my middle daughter and my youngest daughter. My oldest daughter lives a few hours away and she wasn't able to make it down for the lunch, but we have a a tradition where we go out for a lunch to celebrate each one of theirs birthday and we do it with the with the whole family. Uh today the only people that could make it was my wife, me and my two uh my two youngest daughters, my middle daughter and my youngest daughter to celebrate my youngest daughter's birthday. So we ate at Olive Garden like fancy people do on birthdays. And had a uh, had a really good meal. Stayed there for a couple hours and chatted about life, chatted about things that that uh, we got going on, uh, planning some vacation time, so on and, and so forth. Had a really great visit with my kids. Love those girls. I love those girls, including my wife, of course. And then here in about uh, I would say in about forty five minutes to a half an hour. Uh, it's five minutes after five right now on, on the seventh, of course, in about a half an hour, I'm heading over to farmer Frank's house to watch the super bowl. Last time I was at uh, farmer Frank's house to watch the super bowl in about an hour's time, right towards the end of the super bowl. As we were wrapping up, we had a very brief ice storm and it covered the roads in ice. And I almost got stuck there. My car certainly wasn't going to make it uh, make it, uh, down that big hill, that big icy hill of farmer Frake's house, but he lent me his truck and made it out safely. Took the truck back to him the next day. All was well. I'm heading out there again today here in about 45 minutes. Hmm. Maybe half hour. We'll see. We'll see how this goes. So I say that because I'm supposed to be there at six o'clock at six o'clock Eastern time. And right now it is six minutes after five. So this, this podcast might be a little brief. That said, I didn't want the day to go by without talking to you. So here I am. Here we are. It is 23 degrees right now in Cincinnati, Ohio. We saw a high of 24 degrees and a low of 16. Man, it was cold this morning. 
tomorrow, Monday the 8th, it will be a high of 38 degrees Fahrenheit and a low of 29 degrees Fahrenheit. Sunshiny today, a beautiful, beautiful day. Looking outside, if it if you didn't know it, it felt it looked like it was 70 degrees outside. You walk outside and you certainly knew it was cold. Tomorrow, tomorrow looks like it's going to be partly cloudy. Again, a high of 38 and a low of 29. Today in 1804, John Deere was born of John Deere tractors and tractor supply and all that, all that stuff that is uh, John Deere, talking about Farmer Frank. <laughs> John Deere has that famous color green. I'll never forget that song back in the 90s. I can't remember who did it, but in John Deere green, that country song, John Deere green. In John Deere green, he wrote Billy Bob Love Charlene in letters three foot high, something else i can't remember if i i don't want to sing it i'll remember it if i sing it but i just don't want to sing it in 1812 charles dickens uh was born today he would have been 209 years old today had he taken his vitamins and exercised a little bit more he wrote of course tale of two cities and the christmas carol we celebrate christmas today in the traditions that we celebrate christmas today because of charles dixon dickens uh, his book, Christmas Carol, saved Christmas, really. Uh, Christmas was kind of on its way out, not celebrated the way it's celebrated today. But he wrote Christmas Carol and all those traditions that we that we celebrate now about getting a, having a big meal and wishing a Merry Christmas and so forth. There was actually some terms, and I don't remember what they were, that were that were a direct result that we still say today of as a direct direct result of the Chris of Christmas, the Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. So I think there's a movie, uh, a recent movie called the man who saved Christmas. And it's about this story. Phenomenal movie. I saw it. They, they really intertwine kind of the ghosts of the characters, uh, Ebenezer Scrooge and all those characters into this, into this movie, telling the story of how Charles Dickens wrote the Christmas Carol. In any event, 1812, Charles Dickens was born today. In 1978, Ashton Kutcher was born today. He is 43, actor Ashton Kutcher from That 70s Shows, That 70s Show, and some other thing. I think he was married to Demi Moore for, for a little while, and I think they're divorced now. Not sure. Like every other, like most other Hollywood couples, they're divorced now. He was born in 1978. Happy birthday, Ashton Kutcher. You are 43 years old today. And in 1962, my all-time favorite musical artist, hands down, no, no doubt, is Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks was born today in 1962. He is 59 years old. Back in 1992, I was... Uh, I was getting ready for work. It was about seven o'clock in the morning and just to kind of set the stage a little bit. My wife and I were big Garth Brooks fans. I'm, I've been a big Garth Brooks fan almost since the beginning from it, since his first album, a big Garth Brooks fan. Uh, Garth Brooks has kind of been the, the soundtrack of our lives. My, my, my daughters love him. We can sing every, every one of the, his older, older songs. We can, we can sing. We go to concerts together. I think there's a concert coming up in May, uh, here in Cincinnati. If, uh, if it's not, it's been canceled twice because of COVID and probably it'll be canceled again, but we'll see. In any event, big Garth Brooks fan, always have been a big Garth Brooks fan. So 
1992, I'm getting ready for work. It's about seven o'clock in the morning, about quarter after, maybe seven, seven thirty. I'm getting ready for work and the phone rings. And here comes this voice. Is this Joe Taylor? I said, yeah. Listen, it's seven o'clock in the morning, man. Seven thirty in the morning. Uh, let's just, I'll use seven thirty. It's seven thirty in the morning. I think, uh, who, who's this annoying guy calling me? Hey, is this Joe Taylor? I said, yeah, this is Joe Taylor. Hey, Joe Taylor, this is your lucky day. And I'm like, oh God, who is this guy? I said, yeah, what do you want? Um, he said, you, uh, you entered a little, little contest called chase to the Super Bowl with Garth Brooks. I said, contest with Garth Brooks, chase to the Super Bowl. I didn't enter a contest for Garth Brooks. And then from upstairs, my wife yells down, yes, you did. Yes, you did. And she comes running downstairs. Yeah. Who, who is that? Who is that? Who, you entered a contest. I entered you into a contest. And I said, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. I think the guy was about to, the guy was about to hang up. I said, yeah, my, I, I entered into a contest. He says, well, you've just won an all, all, all paid round trip to the Super Bowl in Los Angeles, California. You and a guest, uh, you'll get the. And then he kind of explained it to me. Here's what we want: we want a trip out there to Los Angeles to the Super Bowl, the 1993 Super Bowl. We want um, uh, kind of dinner, hotel room, plane flight, the whole thing. They flew us out there. We met and had dinner, or actually lunch, a luncheon with Garth Brooks. Went to a couple of his concerts. While we were out there, we didn't go to the Super Bowl itself, the, the, the game itself. We, we were at an event tent right outside of the Super Bowl and watched it with uh, Garth, uh, not with Garth's family. Garth went on to sing the national anthem, but with Garth's, Garth's family, some radio personalities, some other kind of well-known celebrities at the time. A really, really good time. Uh, just an event you'll, you'll never forget. But I, I just didn't know my wife had entered me into this contest. There was a shop here called Jim and Chuck's boot shop that they were having this contest, local radio station, WBE B one Oh five, uh, was having this radio contest, this national that along with other stations, uh, this contest where they, they were sending people out to the super bowl to meet Garth Brooks and hang out with him and his family. And, I had no idea I was entered into this contest. My wife came running downstairs and said, yes, you are. So I won a contest to see Garth Brooks back in 1990. I think I won the contest in 1992, went to the trip in the Super Bowl of 1993, I believe, Super Bowl 27. I hope I have those dates and numbers right. But even before that, but ever since then, I'm a huge garth brooks fan so happy birthday garth brooks you are 59 years old thank you for your music and thank you for being the soundtrack of our lives i think i started a list i didn't i don't think i started a list i started a list yesterday of the top 10 richest rock stars by net worth and i'm going to finish up that list with five through one today but just to remind you the top 10 Mick Jagger at $398 million in net worth. Gene Simmons, number nine, at $405 million. Sting at number eight, $408 million. Seven is John Bon Jovi at $412 million. Number six is Keith Richards, $515 million. Number, and that brings us to number five. Number five is Bruce Springsteen 
at $525 million, with over 135 million record sales worldwide through a 50-year career Bruce Springsteen is one of the richest and most most prolific artists on this list. Not only has Springsteen snagged 20 Grammy Awards and has a place in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but he has also received a Presidential Medal of Freedom. Bruce Springsteen currently has a net worth of over half a billion dollars after grossing over $1.5 billion in the last decade of touring. Here's where I differ with most people. I am not in any way a Bruce Springsteen fan. I think the guy's an overrated performer. I think I don't like his voice. I don't like his singing style. I, I don't like much of his music. Born in the USA, maybe, eh, kind of. Uh, actually, he wrote one of my, uh, not, I wouldn't say one of my favorite songs, but one of the most interesting songs, Blinded by the Light. I like that song, but as sung by Manford Mann's Earth Band, but I'm not a quote-unquote boss fan but i did hear I, I i probably not i've probably not listened to i've never seen him in concert never watched any of his concerts but i have heard that he puts on for those of for those of you who are bruce springsteen fans he puts on a, a crazy amazing concert long he's he's known for his long three two three hour maybe longer concerts where he just doesn't stop and he puts on a show for his fans so good on you bruce springsteen i don't mean to be disparaging to bruce springsteen fans if you uh, if you are one but i'm just not a fan not a fan number four elton john 540 million dollars in net worth one of the biggest breadwinners on our list, Sir Elton John, has sold over 300 million albums as of 2020. His musical achievements include countless tours and awards, as well as compositions for major Hollywood films like Rocket Man and The Lion King. Well, of course, he wrote compositions for The Rocket Man, The Rocket Man for Rocket Man, because The Rocket Man was about, uh, was about Elton John. But of course, we all know his music from lion king which is fantastic i like i like elton john's music well enough i think he's good i think his songs are heartfelt and touching and uh my probably my favorite elton john song is called uh the border song it starts out holy moses it's actually has some very religious undertones to it but i'm an elton john fan yeah i like elton john i guess that's why they call it call it the blues a good song like you know, I like I like Elton John's Elton John stuff. Sure. Number three, Jimmy Buffett, six hundred fifteen million dollars. I'm surprised by this. He's number three on the top ten richest rockers. Jimmy Buffett, six hundred fifteen million dollars. I didn't think he was that prominent. He's famous, of course, but I didn't think he was that big. Known for coining for coining the island escape escapism culture subculture. Jimmy Buffett rose to fame after revamping his sound as a country singer to beach rock star. He also, he's also written extensive for television and film and has a few cameos under his belt. I don't know about other cities. Jimmy Buffett used to play at Riverbend down here in Cincinnati, Ohio. Um, same place that I saw Clinton Black, as mentioned in an episode a couple days ago. Jimmy Buffett opened, uh, Jimmy Buffett opened, Jimmy Buffett played Riverbend here in Cincinnati for several years. He would sell out 
four, five, six, I think seven shows. He would stay here for a week and sell out every single show. I've not been to a single one of them. The parrot head culture, all that seems fine. Seems fun for people that like it and appreciate it. Seems whimsical and and funny. Uh, just, I don't know, never got into it. Never really got into it. But man, he would sell out these concerts here in Cincinnati. Uh, people, I mean, they he would say that this was his favorite place to play. Uh, coined coined Cincinnati, his Margaritaville. In any event, since uh, he's number three on the top 10 richest rock stars at $615 million. Number two, Bono, $705 million. The second richest artist on the list has to be Paul Hewson, known around the world as Bono. I did not know that till just now. The lead singer of the Irish rock band U2, Bono has seen much success as a legendary musician, but much of his wealth can be attributed to buying stock in his private equity firm. He has also invested in enterprises, including Facebook. Bono's estimated net worth lands him in the second in the spot of the second richest rock star in the world. I've come to appreciate U2's music as I've gotten older. I don't think I appreciated it much. Uh, I guess in the eighties and nineties, but I've come to appreciate their music more Sunday, bloody Sunday, and just the standards. Uh, I've come to appreciate U2's music a little more was never a big fan, but wow. Congrats Bono, $705 million. Sounds like you're a smart guy with money and you know how to, you know how to handle it. So good for you. And number one, blowing everybody else away by far. Number one, the richest rock star by net worth is Paul McCartney at $1.2 billion. $1.2 billion with a B. $1.2,000 million. (laughs) Paul McCartney. The number one spot on this list goes to Paul McCartney, who came into fame as one-fourth of the legendary English rock band, The Beatles. His solo career has been equally fruitful, and he has collaborated with a wide range of musicians such as Michael Jackson and Johnny Cash. The formal, former Beatles star currently is the only billionaire on this list and one of the most successful rock stars of all time. He is currently the richest rock musician alive today. I'm a good Beatles fan. I, I like Paul McCartney's solo stuff, but I'm a good Beatles fan. I like uh, all the stuff that everybody else likes. Uh, when I was a teenager, I had uh, an album that I got actually from a friend. She knew I was a Beatles fan and she gave it to me. It was like the top 10, 20 greatest Beatles hits at the time. This was back in 84 or 85, 83, something like that. The Long and Winding Road was one of my favorite songs. My The very first favorite song that I can remember being that I could call a favorite song was When I'm 64. And when I was a little kid, I was four years old. This memory goes back to four years old. When I was a when I was a four year old, I remember that song coming on, and I got such a kick out of uh, when I'm sixty four, and I'd hold up four like I was four years old because I when I heard sixty four, I heard the I heard the age I heard the number four connected that with me being four, and that was my first favorite song 
When I'm 64 by the Beatles. So there you go. But at number one, Paul McCartney, $1.2 billion in net worth. So just to roll through this list again, number 10, Mick Jagger, $398 million. Number nine, Gene Simmons, $405 million. Number eight, Sting at $408 million. Number seven, John Bon Jovi, $412 million. Number six, Keith Richards, $515 million. Number five, Bruce Springsteen, $525 million. Number four, Elton John, $540 million. Number three, Jimmy Buffett, $615 million. Number two, Bono at $705 million. And number one, Sir Paul McCartney at $1.2 billion. So congratulations, you rich rock stars. Would, so here's the deal. Would you rather get no gifts on your birthday or 100 gifts that you absolutely hate it on your birthday? So the question is, no gifts or no gifts for my birthday or 100 gifts that I absolutely hate it? I would have answered this much differently years ago. But as I get older, I come to realize that gift giving is more for the giver than the receiver. I love giving gifts. Getting gifts, uh, I can take it or leave it, really. I have pretty much everything I want, everything I need. I, uh, other than a few things here and there, when it comes to gifts, I prefer, I prefer time with somebody. My kids ask me, what do, I want, what do you want for Christmas, Dad? Hey, kid, just, just hang out with me more. That's what I really want. Just hang out with me more. Spend some time with me. Go to breakfast with me. On me once a month. That's, how, that's what I want for Christmas, or that's what I want for my birthday. So I would rather give, I would rather get 100 gifts that I absolutely hated on my birthday. I assume that I can do whatever I want to do with those gifts, so I can give them away. I can sell them. I can do whatever I want to do with them. Uh, but I, did, I would not want to take that, that gift away from the gift giver, that gift of giving me a gift. And I hope that doesn't sound arrogant, but giving is much more for the giver than the receiver. I'm convinced of that. When I give somebody a gift, I know that I'm getting more out of watching them open that gift and experiencing them looking at it and hoping they like it in the anticipation of whether they'll like it or not. I'm convinced that I like giving the gift more than they do getting the gift. Unless they're my grandkids and they just tear open presents. They just love to tear open presents. But anyway, so I would much rather get 100 gifts that I absolutely hate it than get no gifts on my birthday because I, I, I believe that, the, that gift giving is more for the giver than the receiver and I would not want to take that away from the giver and I can do whatever. I can figure I can sell those gifts or give them away or re-gift them or whatever. So that's it. Well, let's wrap up today. Uh, this day, February 7th, 2021, I'm going to head to Farmer Frank's to watch the Super Bowl. You can reach out to me on Twitter at at 4JoeTaylor. And if you like the show, I would really appreciate it if you told a couple friends. But give them fair warning. This is just Joe practicing podcasting. It's nothing great. It's nothing fantastic. But if for some reason you like the show and you think friends would like the show, I welcome them listening. So thank you so much for listening. My website is The Simple Joe dot com the simple joe dot com i appreciate you
Happy Sunday. Oh, my, my Super Bowl prediction. The Super Bowl kicks off here in at 6.30, so that is in one hour and four minutes. It's 5.26 right now. My Super Bowl prediction is the Kansas City Chiefs. Hmm. Let me take this back. I'm going to tell you, let me, let me tell you this about, about the Super Bowl. I'm rooting. I've become a huge Patrick Mahomes fan. I am a huge Tom Brady fan. I want, but if I, if my heart of hearts is really pulling for somebody, it's Tom Brady to win one more Super Bowl. Just to, just to prove beyond proof, beyond a shadow of a doubt that he is the greatest of all time. But to be honest with you, this is going to be a fun Super Bowl to watch because if either one of them win, I'm happy. I'm happy for them. I'm happy for the team. I'm happy for the game. But my prediction is this. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers over the Kansas City Chiefs, 27-14. How about that? That's a big spread, too. Uh, We'll see. We'll see. There it is, 27-14. The Buccaneers over the Chiefs. Thank you for listening. I will talk with you tomorrow. I appreciate you. Take care.